it's never too late to learn something new or even go back to school if you have a desire or like a passion for something whether it's like like a degree program or whether it's just a training program you're never too old to do it to learn something new and to move forward in life and give back could not have said that better the wise words of the ancient master kira words of wisdom (laughs) you are a philosophist Yeah, totally. You will be known 3,000 years from now as Philosophist Cure. Oh, wow. Yep. Can't wait. Emotionals. Thank you for joining us and diving in with us to the Sea Motionals podcast, where we do all things ocean conservation related. My name is Anthony, and I have my lovely co-host here. Hi, I'm here. Hey, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. I love your stitch sweater. Thank you. It's yours. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It is very blue. One of my favorite colors. And... Today, we have a very blue episode. Yeah. We're talking about many degree programs that, you know, you can take. I mean, this doesn't have to be, you don't have to be 18 or 16 or even 20 to take this. If you're 35 and you want to start, you want to get into ocean conservation and marine biology, then definitely check these out. I believe they'll, you know, one of these schools will be beneficial to you. I think there are some really great picks, but... Before we get into that, we've got a couple of things we have to address. Are you ready for the joke of the what day? What is it? <laughs> Are you ready for the joke? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's a good one. You ready? Sure. What do you call a horse that lives next door? A neighbor. Neighbor. It's a neighbor. Yeah, I, I got that one too quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard that one. It just. What did the horse me. say when it fell over? No. No, it said... Help, I can't giddy up. Uh, I can't giddy up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Next week will be better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. You know, what do horses eat? And how do they stay in such great shape? Well, how? They keep a stable diet. <laughs> stable? Mm-hmm. Sta- yeah, because horse, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's all I got today, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. good. Um, all right. School. School time. Schools. There's a lot of schools out there. There's a lot, but we narrowed it down to a few ocean 
It was hard to uh, pick. Universities, and actually one of mine is not a university, but... Okay. I think I'll talk about that one first, because it's, it's an odd pick. Okay, go. It's an odd, odd man out. All right. So the one that I wanted to bring up first is super cool, and I was always interested in photography ever since I was young. I remember when the first apps came out, because I never had a camera. I would always be in my backyard just taking photos on hiking trips. I had, like, hundreds every time I went hiking or somewhere mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And I never knew this existed. And if it did, maybe it didn't exist in my time. Maybe you had to know somebody in this field or just be really good at film and do it yourself and figure it out yourself. But there is now a private underwater photo in film school. There's a few of them around, mm. not too many. There are a few, though. I'm not going to mention all of them. I'm just going to stick with one called Liquid Motion Academy. They really seem like they have their stuff together. They have a whole chorus. It's an award-winning underwater videography, cinematography, camera operator program, VIP, custom, SED, internationally acclaimed underwater film school. They do recommend before applying that you have scuba like practice, just swimming. You're a good swimmer. And they also recommend that you had at least associate degree in film. So you took two years of school and college and know what you're doing in film because they take the concepts that you learned swimming, scuba diving and film and apply them all here. So they don't want just anybody. They want people who are very serious about this. And they have done very cool things. A, lot, a few of their students have actually gone on to film for National Geographic for movies in blockbusters. Like if they have underwater mm-hmm. scenes or that sort of thing, like their students have gone on for, for like, I guess, confidentiality purposes i'm not going to mention which ones or whatever but that is out there they've done great things i want to do this is it too late (laughs) i think if anyone's interested in film and the ocean in general i would love to do i would i would say do this if your heart desires Mm -hmm. just go for it um i don't know how much it costs i you do have to reach out to them since it's private I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's probably a lot of money, and they have a lot of classes. So all in all, I think you'd finish this degree program in a few months. It's not really much okay. of a degree, more sure. as it's, a, it's like a certification. And they do have after-school places that you know they'll, they'll try to find you a job somewhere. It might not be right away at a Blockbuster, but mm-hmm. they'll get you gigs. They have contacts. They'll, you know, if if you're good enough, if you can make it through the program, um, they will do it. And it's a lot of money, and they do accept tuition. So, like, if you want to get a loan through, like, a school, like a... Student loan? Yeah, yeah, like a student loan. Like, they accept those as well. But all in all, like, I rated it, I give it, like, an A. A plus, A. That's kind of cool. It's It's unique, and... Whatever you want to do with that, I mean, you know, you can go anywhere with that. Not, you don't have to just be stuck in movies or film or, uh, you know, photography. You can actually use this to 
take videos and photos of sea creatures and study them. If you want to go like the more science route, you could work for a scientific division and be their photographer if that's what you want. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you don't even have to be, you know, if you want to go that route. Um, so I think it's really cool. Hmm. Again, it's a liquid motion academy. For anyone interested, anyone who has friends who are looking into schools or has film or uh, ocean, I, I mean, this is a very select degree program. I don't think there would be too many people just, like, actively looking for this. But hopefully we can reach you guys and, you know, let you know. Pretty cool. Sounds sounds pretty fun and different for sure. I wonder if you have to be away from home a lot. Probably. I mean, it's only a two to three month program, so it's it's not like going to university for four years. I just mean the job in general. I guess that you would probably get more like gigs versus like I don't know if you get like a full time job in that area. Maybe. Yeah, they probably pay you contractual, and you probably make yeah. a good substantial amount of money on that contract. And then you probably have off until your next contract. Mm. So that was the underwater film school. <laughs> I think it would just be cool to swim next to like a whale shark and film it. That's yeah. one of their packages is, is um, for their class. Do? Yeah, is, is you film, uh, you learn how to film big oh. things and they, they have you film a whale shark. So you can capture oh, wow. all the angles and learn how to like capture That's moving terrifying. targets. I know. I, I would love it because I think terrified. they're such, they're like gentle giants. I know, but I would be terrified, so terrified to be there. I mean, I've seen pictures of people next to them, like, filming. It looks cool, but scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one here, uh, the program is called Marine Science and Conservation, and it's at Duke Nicholas School of Environment, so Duke University in North Carolina. And this program is basically, it trains you in marine and social science and then you use that research in like policy making so i guess if you want to make you know change and different laws um regarding like marine like science and and regulation this would be um a good school to go to they have a master's that's awesome. um, and doctoral program and you start out um taking like graduate classes at Duke's main campus and then you will move to their marine lab and then that's where you complete the research so you move after I guess one or two semesters you'll move to like their their marine lab which looks really cool the lab is more hands-on in the field work um, they basically explore like a lot of different areas of the ocean coral reefs and open oceans deep sea polar regions they study locally and affect change globally. Uh, some of the classes that they offer, they focus on current topics in marine conservation. And then they also have training in like teaching and course design. So it's another good program if you, if you want to teach in this area. So if you want to be a teacher or professor, um, they kind of combine those two together. So you could really go in the area of like policymaking or like become a teacher. In, I guess, marine biology or marine sciences. I would um, love to. I wish I did that degree program because there would already be like 10 laws prohibiting whaling, or at least I would try. Yeah, I'm sure it's in my jurisdiction it's hard to <laughs> do that. But yeah, that's the, the, what this helps you do. They also, one of the interesting things, like it, it seems a little bit difficult to get into this program because one of the things that you have to do 
is basically find a professor that will mentor you. Um, mm. And it said, like, you can't just be admitted based off, like, your grades or your transcripts. It sounds almost like a political science degree in government. I mean, maybe a little bit. With, like, um, finding a mentor and getting all of that. And you you have to know somebody to get in, basically. Yeah, it says, that, like, the <clears throat> faculty have to basically, like, accept you saying, yes, I'll mentor you in order for you to get enrolled in the school. Uh, so they don't take just anybody. No, they say, like, it doesn't matter how good your credentials are, I guess, Ooh. which is interesting. So I'm thinking it's like a smaller school. Start networking, everybody, <laughs> whoever's interested in that. But yeah, it's it's great if, if you want to have a career in either teaching or research or anything related to, like, marine science and policymaking. That's kind of what it's, it seems like it's built for. It seems like it's just more in depth with like, so you have your marine biologists and your marine researchers and that sort of thing. This is like the, I feel like the administrators of what those people do. Yeah. So yeah. like they're above what that field entails. Mm-hmm. So that's, that probably is very few people who actually do do that. Yeah. Less hands-on in the actual like. In the research and out being out there. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting, though, still. I didn't know that actually existed. I thought you just had to land there from, you know, in your career. Well, Gal, the school in North Carolina is interested. <laughs> North Carolina is a great place to live. Everybody's moving there. Are they? Yeah. It's beautiful there. Yeah. You know what else is beautiful? What? Good old Texas. Texas A&M University has the Department of Ocean Engineering. I didn't even know Texas had ocean engineering or ocean anything because it's Texas. But they do. They have a lot, actually. So I thought this was the cool. They have a marine biology, all of them, really. The coolest one I thought uh, Texas A&M had was ocean engineering. You don't see that too often. You, there's engineering. There's aeronautical engineering. There's computer engineering. There's robotics engineering. Like, those are everywhere. Any institute of technology, pretty much. Electrical engineering. But ocean engineering is very unique. This university actually offers a bachelor, master, doctorate, uh, doctor of philosophy in this program. Mm -hmm. What a ocean engineering degree looks like is basically you're going to the ocean environments across the world, whether it be geological exploitation of natural occurrences like gas fields or oil fields in the ocean, lava fields, different coral reefs, coastal zone management, exploration in underwater areas that we have no clue what it is. I can just keep going on and on with this. I mean, they restore beaches in this degree. You learn the fundamentals of like not only people who you know restore national parks but this is restoring coral reefs bringing coral reefs back to life who have been dead um invasive species who have murdered an ecosystem they bring that ecosystem back they build a lot of like underwater acoustic surveillance systems and designing fixed floating and submerged structures offshore for surveillance and instrumentation to basically, I know this sounds really boring, 
But what they're doing is basically developing undersea vehicles, cameras, equipment that can think of your pool cleaner. So you have like a little pool cleaner in your device. It's a Mm -hmm. little device that floats around the pool on its own and cleans the pool, right? Mm -hmm. So they're building these things at astronomical levels in the ocean to help subsections of the ocean, like a coral reef in one pocket of the world, restore itself Mm -hmm. so that we don't intervene and these, you know, autonomous surveillance systems and undersea things just work and they that's what they do and i thought that's really cool because that's exactly what i want to like research into with emotionals one day when we get to that level it might not happen for 10 15 years but that is something that i see because that's the future we yeah. have to we have to bridge our technology and use our technology for good and we're not really doing that yet there are a few people yeah and a few companies but as it is now, we're using our technology to destroy the environment, mm-hmm. such as oil rigs, yada, yada, yada. So this is what this does, is it makes power stations, oil rigs, things that are, I guess, what we can learn from the positive, or the previous episode is carbon positive. So we're, yeah. we're taking from the environment and giving back. Mm-hmm. It's an equal trade. Mm-hmm. We're like a symbiotic relationship with the earth. We're not just taking, which is what we've done for a long time. Yeah, so it's a much-needed field to grow a mm-hmm. lot. So mm-hmm. it's a good place to, a good field to go in. If you want to go in this field, you need to be very, 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 very hands-on in technology. You need to be extremely good with math. You just need calc. You got to do calculus. I'm sorry. You need to know your calculus. And you need to know your science. So chemistry all the way. You have to know what different environmental changes can cause for the environment depending on gases and liquids and the different molecules that interact with each other that can cause tremendous effects in the environment. So you have to know all of that. But if you're good with that stuff, then this is the place for you. Mm -hmm. And then there's a philosophy program in it. So the philosophy doctorate is basically saying what we do what can we do to prevent this like think ahead mm. become a philosophist philosopher philosopher <laughs> can you imagine yeah aristotle he was a philosophist <laughs> it sounds almost right it sounds better yo back in my day we had all the philosophists <laughs> all right well that's all for texas a&m university it reminds <laughs> me you ever seen those memes of those girls who are like, my name is Academy and I'm going to take the name Go Berlin. <laughs> you ever seen those videos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, one of them was Texas A&M University. Videos, but yeah, Texas A&M University. I like it. Go takes. Alrighty, so the next one up is kind of like the ultimate institution, anything marine science related. Ooh. So this I found... Um, it's called um, the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. And that's just where it's located. It's located in Woods Hole, Massachusetts, so, which is, like, by Cape Cod. Mm, okay. Their, like, philosophy, like, their, what we do, they say, is, like, understand. So but they do so much there. Like, I couldn't even name everything they do there, but I'm going to go through some of the different. Like, within their program? In their program and, and all the different, like, projects and and things that they do. Oh, okay. 
it it basically is a great place if you want to work in the field of ocean conservation. That's what they're about. Some of their areas of research are climate and ocean, coastal science, hazards, ocean chemistry, ocean circulation, ocean life, resources and policy, polar systems, pollution, seafloor below tools and technology, and underwater archaeology. They have so many different departments too. Physics and engineering, so they do have an engineering side to it. Geology, um, I said like marine policy, so I guess they work on that side as well. So and it, they do have uh, degree programs like graduate, undergraduate, postdoctoral scholar programs, but they also like have student and like kid programs. Oh. Um, summer camp programs, Navy programs, fellowship programs. So they're in everything. They're in everything. And they work with other schools and institutions as well. They have um, a joint program with MIT, um, which is like an engineering five-year cool. doctoral program. They also work with a lot of other centers. So I don't know if the centers come there or they bring their you know, people to the centers, um, like their students to the centers, the Marine Mammal Center, Center for Marine Environmental Radioactivity a lot of other institutional centers. So they have like a lot of connections with other environmental institutions, which is really cool. So if you want if you want to like learn a lot about like ocean conservation, I think this is the place to go. They they even have their own ships and like submarines and underwater that vehicles awesome. for research. They even um they house the it's called like the HOV Deep Sea Challenger, which is a one-person vehicle. It was built to descend and explore the deepest places of the ocean. Um, and it was transferred to this school in 2012. So they can use it there, which is great. And they have, a, they have other um, vehicles too. Like so they are the vehicles. place to learn ocean They really are. They have so many different programs. If you go on their website, you'll just get lost in all the information they have. They have a lot. Yeah, there's um, no way that we're going to be able to talk about all of that. So if, if you're a family and you're located in Massachusetts, check them out. Yeah, or even if, if you're interested in this field, like even traveling for this type of school, I think would be worth it. But it's definitely something to, to check out. They even have um, guest students. So if you wanted to just go check it out as like a guest, you can do that a few weeks or like a few months. You don't have to like enroll in their like actual degree programs. You can just go as a guest and learn. Um, they also have like a walking tour. You can just go on like a tour of the facility. That's awesome. They have a cinema inside. They have seminars and they have the peanut butter club. So they're they're literally <laughs> Disney World for ocean conservation. That's what it seems like. Because they have everything. They have everything. Yeah, the peanut butter club is basically the Mickey Mouse peanut. <laughs> like what? What don't they have? That's just like a uh, like a weekly seminar, like a free talk that they do. So you can you can go, and I think you could either talk yourself if you have like a topic you want to discuss, somewhat relevant to like the ocean or the environment or anything relevant in that nature, and you can you know either go watch, meet new people. Just like it sounds like a club mm-hmm. where you like learn about important topics and meet new people so that was just like a few things <laughs> there but i encourage you to check out their 
their website and all the different programs they have. It's kind of the place to go if you're interested in that field. Yeah. They really have like everything, it seems. If I didn't mention this before, I'm going to link all of these schools we talked about Yeah. in the description of our episode. Yeah, and then I had one more thing. It's not, it's not a school, but it's a school program. Sort of like the film school? No, this one you can bring into your school. So oh. this is something completely different from that school, but this is a program you can bring into your school. Hmm. Probably more like elementary, middle school. I don't know if high school does it, but... Oh, so like if you're like a dean or, you know, a program maker for a school, you can... It's something that you could... You have the children... Like, well, anyone or, can apply to bring this to their school, like... Well, like on a board meeting or something if they want it could. brought in. Yeah, it's called the Ocean Guardian School Program. Oh. And it basically is a program that funds projects focused on current issues affecting local waters and ocean. So it's a community-based project for the schools to make a difference in the health and protection of their the local waters and natural marine sanctuaries. So this is really nice if, I guess, you either want your students or your kids to be involved in, like, ocean conservation, mm -hmm. bringing it into the school that way. Anyone at the school could get involved at, at that point. I like that. It could even be a club, too. If Yeah. But this program, I, it helps to fund what you would be doing at the school. So you can, like, apply to get funding. Uh, but it's not, it's not a crazy amount of funding. But I think they said if, like, you're new to it, you could get funded, like, $4,000 a year, hmm. which can help build, like, the club up. Um, so right now... There's a few, there's only like a few counties that are actively involved. Certain counties located in California, Oregon, Washington, Texas, Florida, and Hawaii. Hmm. Those are currently um, the states that are doing this program, but it's still like very. Mostly the water. Minimal counties. States. Like in Florida, there's only one county that is doing this program, but um, anyone can apply. You can apply. Um, and participate without the funding and i guess the school or the students would be funding the program or you can apply for the funding and and see if you get approved just a few things here we'll have to continually see if we can spread the word about this yeah it sounds really cool mm -hmm. yeah definitely more should get involved just a few things that they had collected data on they said this is from 2019 at the 2020 program there were 10,000, over 10,000 students involved in the program across the U.S., 55 schools, um, 152, over 152,000 kilograms of trash collected. So they must have done like cleanups. Um, they had recycling and compost bins installed. This is some of the things that, the, that the, they did in the program. They, they planted trees and plants and they distributed like recyclable bags and bottles. So. That's some of the things that the the program involved in, and it, it helps the kids like you know have community and purpose and help them with teamwork and committing to a cause, which is nice to do early on. So I thought it was cool. So I remember me and a lot of friends did youth group, and it was always organizing activities with the church and doing them with a bunch of other kids and trying to you know keep everything together since we were the youth group leaders, and it was fun. I think it definitely yeah. taught everyone, you know, camaraderie, companionship, organization, leadership. I recommend 
parents and kids alike to check it out. You can apply um, on the website. You download and email the application. So look up the Ocean Guardian Project and you'll find their information on how to do that. And see if you can bring it into your student or child's school. See if we can hit 50 schools. Well, it's at 55 schools right now. 50 more schools. 50 more schools. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. So I think that about covers it for this episode. Don't have anything else. If you guys like this episode, you guys like these schools, we can definitely dig around the U.S. and maybe internationally and find some more schools on another episode sometime if you guys like this. And definitely let us know on social what you think. Don't be quiet. I know some of you are listening and watching, so we want to hear you. And that about wraps it up. Thank you for diving into the ocean podcast with us. Do you have anything else to add? One thing that I had down here was just I actually found some of these schools. There's a whole website, um, marinebio.org slash career slash U.S. dash schools that has a whole list of all the different schools with marine programs. So it's all listed on one website, um, like where it's located and their website. So we can post that link so you can take a look at a bunch of schools around the U.S. That'll be in the description, too. But that is all. Do you have anything inspirational to leave our listeners? um, You always just do it on the spot, so I always ask. It's never too late to learn something new or even go back to school you know there if you have a desire or like a passion for something whether it's like like a degree program or whether it's just a training program or some simple course on the side like it's never you're never too old to do it to learn something new and to do something to move forward in life and give back if that's what you want to do yep (laughs) i agree you could not have said that better The wise words of the ancient master, Kira. Words of wisdom. (laughs) You are a philosophist. Yeah. You will be known 3,000 years from now as philosophist Kira. Oh, wow. Yep. All right. I don't have anything else, so I am going to get on out of here. Bye-bye. See ya.